In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory of the Father's only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. The Gospel of the Lord. During my time in the seminary, I got a great opportunity to go to the Holy Land. And in journeying to the Holy Land, whenever we went to the cave where the nativity took place, where Jesus was born, at various different sites throughout Israel, there is a phrase, and it's always in Latin, but I will just simply go straight to the English. It will always quote kind of a Bible verse in relation to a, to a particular place, but instead of saying in Capernaum, he did these things, we were actually in Capernaum, so they translated and it said, here, he did these things. But for the nativity, you know, it said there at the very place where our Lord was born and also where he was, where he became incarnated into the womb of the Blessed Virgin, instead of saying, and the Word became flesh, it says, here, the Word became flesh, in this very place. And why do I mention that? And why do I pick this gospel? It is because it is at the very core of our faith. It is at the very core of who we are as Catholics, who we are as human beings, and who our God is, more importantly. And the Word became flesh. At the very beginning of this gospel, we hear in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same one who made everything, made you, made me, made the smallest speck of dust and the largest star. He's the one who made all of that. And yet, on this day, we celebrate him becoming one of us. He becomes like us in all things except for sin. And the Word became flesh. And even the Word itself, flesh, it suggests not just merely, it doesn't say, and the Word became human, flesh. Basically, you could also translate it almost as, as the Word became meat. Something even lower. God so desires to be with us that He lowered His self so greatly, makes Himself utterly vulnerable totally dependent upon another, totally dependent upon the Virgin Mary for sustenance, to be born, totally dependent upon St. Joseph as his foster father to protect, provide, and care for him. He becomes like that for you, for me. He lowers himself that much, and he desires to be with you that much. 
This is how much the Lord loves you. This is how much he desires to be with you. This is how much he gave so that you might have life and have it to the full. It is so easy to allow the glitter, the lights, ornaments, trees, food, treats, to distract us from what it's really about. They are meant to indicate to us and that it is what it is really about is that little child in that creche there who also is incarnated upon this altar because the word became flesh is also at the core of what it means to be Catholic. It's why we love the smells and the bells. It's why we're nitty, gritty. Why we have holy water at the entrance to our church. Why we receive our Lord in Holy Eucharist. That the word becomes flesh on this very altar. The same words that are spoken in that cave in Bethlehem. And here the word became flesh. We could also write it on this very altar. The word becomes flesh in the Eucharist for us. He offers himself to us, not in the manger, but in the ciborium and in the chalice. He makes himself again one with us. He becomes the lowest of the low. What appears to be merely a piece of bread and some wine becomes God himself. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Everything is poured out for us once again as it was 2,000 years ago in a small little cave stable in Bethlehem. He pours it out again and again, out of love for each and every one of us. And this is the gift that we each are given, that he wants to bestow upon each and every one of us, because we are human beings. And that's why I don't want to detract and say the lights, the glitter, the trees, the food is bad, because it's not. Quite the opposite. The ugly sweater can even point us towards the Lord. He wants for us to enjoy those things in moderation, to not misuse them. But he does desire for us to have joy. And so I'm not telling you to not go have fun. But instead, what I'm telling you is that he became flesh because he wanted to sanctify everything. He wanted to make everything holy. He wanted to become one with you, with me, in the Eucharist. But then also for, in becoming one with us, to be carried out into our lives. To not be left here in this church, but to be brought with you. Be brought with you into your lives. That is what he desires. He desires for you to be united with him. And he wants to be a part of your family celebrations your white elephant gift exchange, your ugly sweater contest, your grandma's favorite dessert, whatever it is. He wants to be a part of those aspects of her life, every single bit of it. Yes, also even in the darkest moments. The truth of Jesus becoming so vulnerable is a truth that we've forgotten. Sometimes we can think, whenever I'm better, I'll come back to the Lord. And it's a lie. It's a lie that the evil one whispers in our ear. There's a great line from a hymn I love that says something to the effect, I don't know if it's exactly this, but 
in the bleak cold of midwinter, he came to us. In the darkest, coldest time of the year, he comes to us. And that's significant. Because in the coldest, darkest, most difficult times of our life, he comes to us. And he wants to be a part of it too. Yes, the joy of this day that it brings, but even the pain, the struggle, the suffering that life brings, he also wants to be a part of. And so I want to encourage you this Christmas day to make him a part of, not by eliminating the fun, the beauty, the tasty, but instead by inviting him in. There's a line at the end of the book of Revelation that says, I stand at the door and I knock. And he who answers the door, I will come and dine and sup with him. He wants to dine with you. He wants to be welcome into your heart. Even today, as you leave Mass, you will receive a holy card that has been touched to Mary's veil, St. Joseph's cloak, and the true cross. It has been touched to the member of each member of the Holy Family so that you might be able to take the Holy Family home with you today. In doing so, my hope is that you will see that he wants to be a part of all of it, not just simply relegated to this place, but to instead be put at the center of your hearts, of your homes, of your families. And it is a difficult thing because there are parts of my life where he's not central, many parts. But he comes to us even in that to help us. He comes not to condemn us, but instead, as it says in this gospel today, that a light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. No matter where you find yourself in your life, in the midst of great joy, great triumph, he wants to be there. In the midst of great giddiness and expectation of what's to come over the next day or so, he wants to be there. Or if life is not quite what you expected it would be at this moment, it's a little difficult. He wants to be there. In the midst of all of it, he simply wants to be there. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He wanted to come to us, even in a little stable in a barn. That is how much he wants to be with you. So do not let the mess or what you think is imperfection or whatever it is that keeps you from reaching out to him. He wants to come in. He wants to transform your life, your heart, your home, and your family. So on this very Merry Christmas, welcome in our Lord Jesus Christ, who wants to be a part of every aspect of your life. And in the midst of your feasting, your rejoicing, your gift-giving, remind yourself that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us and desires to dwell in your heart.